Cool. What's going on, my brother? Uh, same old different day feels like uh, a silly excuse for the last week or so, but we'll just go with that. Same old different day. How about you, brother? Yeah, not much. Uh, we were just talking before we pressed and record here about some tech stories with like just old people in tech. They just uh, they it, it's not so much. It, it's a two part thing, right? It's the not knowing, which I understand, because as technology like advances, not knowing is one thing. But the unwillingness to know is the other part of the equation. Yeah, the unwillingness. That's that's what makes it funny. Funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Crank crank that thing up a little bit so it's closer. Um, where's the dial? Oh, I mean like the like pull it up. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Or just tilt like tilt it. Yeah. Whatever, oh, I see, I see. Like this? Yeah. Yeah, better. Yeah, so uh I was thinking of my grandparents recently. I got them a Netflix subscription for Christmas last year. Cause they were taught like my grandma was like, "Oh, you know, I love the Queen, and I want to keep watching it, but I don't. I won't. I won't pay twenty bucks for, or you know, six bucks for Netflix, which is like the cheaper plan, whatever." So I was like, "Oh, I'll just get them a Netflix subscription for Christmas." So I get it for them; they love it. And then uh, Comcast starts charging them for Netflix because for some they must have like signed in. I don't know how. I don't know how it happened, but they had to have like signed in incorrectly because i gave them like their username and password so they must have like created another account or something and they started getting charged for netflix so i had to call comcast on their behalf and then i had to like phone in my grandpa so he could give me permission to talk about their account and i was on the phone actually first i had called netflix because my grandparents called comcast and they told them to call netflix so i called netflix and like no 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 call comcast so after 20 minutes with netflix i get on the phone with comcast another 20 minutes they go oh, all right we'll take it off the bill I think like two or three months goes by. My grandparents call me again. Hey, we're getting billed again for Netflix. Like, we don't know what's going on. Okay. I call Comcast again, get it taken off the bill. Yeah. The third time comes around. They just, they just don't even say anything to me. They just start paying for their own Netflix. (laughs) 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 No, I'm already, I'm already paying for their Netflix and they've got their, you know, so we're essentially collectively double paying for Netflix. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I could absolutely see how that happens. It's like, fuck what's the what's the, what's the sign in email i'll just check the comcast use the con and then all of a sudden it's like ah oh, sign up sign up so yeah it's an easy couple couple button clicks Dude, it was, it was like the most hassle i've ever had with a chris like a good christmas gift but it just turned into a big hassle <laughs> i remember uh my grandma man she was a sweet woman but she was a also a stubborn person and i used to go over there as a child because they lived few streets down right so i just walk or take a bike over and uh the battles i mean hours long battles with comcast dude (laughs) (laughs) true wars and it would happen like every i don't know it it feels to me like it happened every week but i would probably venture to say it was every couple months there would just be a, a like a whole morning of duking it out with comcast for this or that or whatever you know just odd charges and shit and god man Old people with tech is fucking hilarious. Yeah, always plays. Um, all right. Um, unless you got anything else this week, get right into it. Let's do um, it. Um, one, two, three. When I say three, we'll both try to pronounce the name of this band. Ready? Yep. Uh, one, two, three. Monoskin. Monoskin. <laughs> close. Close. I, I'm going off. Okay, so in the first track on the EP, right? He goes, and I actually think they should use this tag on more tracks because I think it's a fantastic, like a like a producer tag almost, you know. And the first track he just goes, hello, we're Monoskin. 
uh, I think they should use that more. Or like what, every concert they open, just have like the uh, the screen and the like the DJ play that right before they kick it off. It's such a cool tag. But anyways, Motoskin, Monoskin, however you want to pronounce it, uh, really cool new rock band coming out of Italy. Um, so you picked this band. How did you find out about them? Yeah. So on the Spotify comments, someone left a comment. Saying, oh, hey, that's right. You guys yeah, should yeah, do Monoskin. Yeah. And then like. This was like probably like three or four months ago, and then they left another comment like a month or two ago on another uh, episode, and they're like, "Hey, you guys should really do Monoskin." <laughs> so I listened to a couple of the tracks, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I know the like because I you they're recognize. on like the alt radio, like yeah. a couple of the tracks." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh yeah, like I recognize these guys. Like let's do it." Yeah. And th- this was a good choice to kick off the year. It's funny, and we've already talked about this too. But it, Alex has been bugging me about these guys for a while too, and I saw some of their stuff as an Italian. I was like, ah, whatever. Uh, so I never really like gave it much credence, you know, but. What a way to kick off the year. This band fucking rocks, dude. It's um, It reminds me a little bit of the Struts in a way. They got that same kind yeah, of flair. Their 100%. Lead, their lead man, uh, Damiano David. Awesome name. Awesome name. Say, fantas- say, it, say it again. Damiano David. Damiano David. Yeah, David. <laughs> uh, fantastic name. Fantastic front man. He's got that same kind of eccentric, crazy, glitzy flair to him. Um and he's got the voice to back it up, man. He can do so much different stuff with his voice. He's got the airy quality. He's got gritty, raspy qualities and everything in between. Uh, you know, 99% of their work is just fantastic energy all the way through. There's a few ballads, and I think they do good work on the ballads, too. Um, you know, I, not to say this band is 100 out of 100, but there's a lot of great things coming out of this band. And they've only been doing it for a few years. I think their first project came out in, what, 2020? 2017. 2017? Um yeah, so you want me to give you the background on these guys? Because it's actually a really cool story. Yeah, talk through it. So they kind of grew to fame in Italy, their home country, after coming in second on like the Italian version of the X Factor yeah, in 2017. Yeah. So, you know, only a couple years ago. And then uh, they really blew up on Eurovision, which are you familiar with Eurovision? I've been hearing a lot about it as I go through these guys' stuff, and um, I don't know anything about it except that it's, like, a big festival type deal. Dude, it's an amazing idea. Like, they should just do this. Like, I, I don't know how they would do it in the States, but... Murkavision? Yeah, it's a fantastic idea. So, they've been doing this since 1956, where basically they have uh, different countries from around Europe send, like, one group or one band, and they compete, and you have to have... Uh, the rules are... Songs must be original and no more than three minutes in length. The lead vocals must be performed live, and no more than six performers can take the stage during one performance. In each show, after all songs have been performed, each country will give two sets of points, one, two, three, four, through 12, to their favorite songs. Um, and then one set of points is given by a jury of like music industry professionals from, sure, the, from sure. the country. And, uh, and then one set from the viewers of the show. So okay, cool. everyone gets a hand in voting, like, yeah, and you can't yeah, yeah, vote yeah. for your own. Right, like, so Italy can't vote for Monoskin. Mono exactly. Yeah. So it's like, how cool is that, though, that you send one group, and, like, it can't, like, I don't think it's, like, you're not sending, like, someone who's already made it. Like, America yeah, wouldn't right. send Justin Bieber. Right, right. Like, I think the idea is you're sending someone that's not, like, super well-known. Yeah. But how cool is that, that they just have all these different countries competing against one another? That is pretty cool. If we did that, like, on a state-by-state basis. That would be electric. What state would, what states would be good? Like, obviously, New York and California, but outside of that. California, though, for sure. Even, like, Texas, you get, like, uh, Tennessee, you get some great country. I, 
I low-key think Michigan would be good, too. I feel like, like, quietly, a lot of big artists come out of Michigan. Yeah, for sure. What say? Go ahead. What say would be the worst? Oh, uh, Alaska? North Dakota? South Dakota? Uh, Alaska would be pretty... Alaska would be tough. Um, maybe, no, Utah. Mormons? <laughs> Utah. Uh, true, but, well, I guess if, if you take it from, like, you have to be born there or you reside there, because Post Malone lives in Utah. Uh, <laughs> the only one fuck, I can think of. Fuck Idaho. Yeah, it would have to be like some like middle of the. Country. No, Rhode Island. Done. Oh yeah. Done. There's like five people living there. True. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> That'd be so funny every year. Like if they do it like every year, just to see those states get knocked out in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Rhode Island going up against L.A. Dude, the and if you could like bet on it, like dude, the final four would always be like California, Texas, Michigan, Tennessee, New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New York. That'd be another good one too. Yeah. 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 Because I, I I don't know how much. Well, I don't know how much necessarily comes out of New York nowadays. But I, I think like back in the day, right? Like New York was such a a staple for especially rock music, right? Like, and rap. And rap. Yeah. Uh, Biggie, Nasty Nas. Yeah. Yeah. And I I still think there's still a lot coming out of there. But I, I really think California is like the far and away number one heavy hitter. Yeah. So uh, Jay Z too for New York. Yeah. Gotta get that in there. Right. Right. Uh, funny idea. <laughs> Maybe we come back to that at some point. Maybe we do our own. Try to find 50, 50 artists and oh, just dude, duke them out. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be um. We'll get the the guy who sings over the rainbow for Hawaii versus <laughs> like I don't know. That'd be like a two two uh two and a half hour thing, but that would be a lot of fun. Be a fun little battle. I just I can't believe they're doing this since like the fifties. And I know we've had this conversation before. We usually with like award shows or like like singing contest shows like yeah usually the winners don't end up having like Doing good careers but at least not recently these guys not only one do they rock but two they rock in english and italian yeah so i i didn't have high expectations for the songs in italian and i'm looking at my top 10 and i've got three or four tracks here one two three four four tracks out of the 10 that are in italian and yeah so uh, for Moniskin's Eurovision journey, they in the semifinals they ended up playing Supermodel. Ah, uh, hell yeah! So th- they like created that song pretty quickly. So they've been sitting on that one for a long time. Yeah, so they they played that, and that song's a banger. And then for the final, they play. Oh, I gotta make sure I'm pronouncing it right. I probably won't. I gotta find it. The Zidi e uh, Zidi Bono? Yeah. Yeah. They play that for the finals, and that wins them the competition. Oh, hell yeah. Like, how crazy is that? They're like, oh, we're going to do one in English and one in Italian. And right. Both those songs, like, uh, the Italian one has over 400 million streams. Supermodel has somewhere close to that, 100 million or something right, like that. Right, right. You know what else is interesting to me that I was thinking about today? Maybe this is ignorance or even partially willful ignorance, but, like, I never think about bands playing the kind of music that we listen to in other like <laughs> in other languages you know like I, I can't think of many other rock bands that play like german german sticks out to me as like a metal kind of culture but aside from that i can't think of too many other bands i know that play the kind of music we listen to in other languages yeah dude that would be weird i mean i'm sure it exists but yeah that's what i'm saying it's hard to it's hard to conceptualize a little bit 100 percent but then, again, back to what we said, it, it works out so well, it, regardless of not 
understanding the language. It's then you think about this too, right? Like you know, these guys have, or you think about an American band that goes on tour worldwide and they go to Japan or they go to uh, I don't know, like South America, and like a lot of those people don't know English. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I just heard somebody talking about this where like these big bands will go overseas and play somewhere. And the crowd won't necessarily know the words, but they'll know the phonetics of it. And so they can kind of like, like it's it's a mix between like hum along and sing along to it phonetically. And they still get the same pop they get here or better. See, that's a crazy idea to me because I could never imagine like going to a concert and someone's singing and sp- doing the whole concert in Spanish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Right. That would be. So you're just kind of like figuring it out as you go. <laughs> that's it, crazy. It's a crazy idea, but it's really cool. These guys are getting that kind of acclaim here in the States. Uh, they were just recently nominated for Grammy, too. Hell yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, anyways, I think I kind of mentioned it about the lead singer, Damiano. Um, but I, I should extend it to the rest of the band, too. Uh, this whole band has a bit of an eccentric flair. Um, I've heard them describe in an interview, an interview, um, their vibe is kind of like horny rock. I've said this before, too. But um, I, I, I think that's a good catch-all for them i think that's a perfect classification for these guys yeah and and when you watch if you've seen any of their live performances snippets of it it's a great way of describing how they perform because they're out there thrusting and gyrating and like kind of i this is how i feel like white people described elvis back in like the 50s (laughs) (laughs) but like also dressed like scantily clad and also it's crazy man but uh yeah, it's a really cool vibe if you're open to that kind of thing. It, it really like invigorating for the rock scene a little bit. Yeah, I know I, these guys rock. Yeah. Um, uh, with that, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. So, Chosen EP first project comes out in 2017 with Chosen the song leading off that EP. Hello, we're Monoskin. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a cool EP, 2017, uh, and opens up with the title track Chosen. Um, and this is a cool. It, I don't think this necessarily defines what they'll sound like later on, but it's a cool like one-off here. It's very Chili Peppers, very like funky, choppy kind of disco guitar with a thick bass, uh, mid-tempo, mid-high energy. Right off the bat, you hear Damiano has a very like thick Italian accent, which I think over time, as you listen through the albums, it gets, lessens and lessens yeah. a little bit. Um, but in this our EP in particular, you hear a very thick Italian American or Italian accent in English. Um, regardless, beautiful voice, um, kind of raspy and swaggy with this song. Drums are fairly simple on this track, but it doesn't matter. It's not that kind of track to like really pop off with the drums. Um, I think this is a great open for them. Yeah, it's a good blend of genres, and it's just a cool song about you know chasing your dreams and trying to make it, making music, and just following your dreams. So definitely a great opener. The second song on the EP is Recovery, which is essentially just a song about going through hard times but trying to be optimistic. This one doesn't hit. as It's just all right for me. Yeah, I didn't like this one as much either. I think this is a little more reggae rock than it is that funky Chili Peppers sound. Um, you Another thing you hear here is something that Damiano will do through almost all the songs. In the verses, he it's almost like he's racing through the verses, trying to get as many words in as possible before he has to sing the chorus. <laughs> it, it sounds a little bit like, um, you know that song by Chris Brown, Look At Me Now? Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah, yeah. Who's the rapper in the Busta, middle? Busta, Busta Rhymes. It sounds a little bit like Busta Rhymes, with just how quick he is with his flow through the verses in a lot of songs. 
And this is the first one that stood out to me. Um, like I said, not as good as the last one, but still all right. Yeah, and I think part of that might just be like transitioning, like doing multiple, like being bilingual. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like you like sometimes like the cadence is just different between right, languages. Right, right. The third track on the EP, this is arguably their biggest song. It's got over a billion streams. It's begging. Uh, this has got fun guitar, fun rhythm. I actually got sick of this song because they played it on the alt radio like over and over again. Yeah. But in preparation for the podcast, I learned to enjoy it again. Let me uh, let me apologize to the listeners now because we're it. It's looking like we're gonna have some issues today because this is not my next track. But I'll skip ahead to this. Oh, I think yeah. So we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but Spotify and Apple were, were trolling us here with the yeah. For some reason, the set lists on some of these albums projects are different. So my next track was Vengo de la Luna. Um, I don't even know if you had that on your set list. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not even on here. I'll uh, I'll come back to it in a minute, but let's go to Beggin. Okay. Beggin was, mad. yes, biggest hit for sure. This song went fucking nuclear on TikTok. Um, as just like, like it didn't really have like a like a theme or like a, like a specific TikTok that it was associated with. It was just like blasted into the, the stream, dude. You know why? It's because it, it, uh, when he sings in the chorus, like the way he his voice, like the raspiness yeah. and like them begging and he's just repeating it over and over again it's so catchy yeah it's mega catchy man and it's got that upbeat like up tempo great energy good vibes here the inflections in his voice even like as he comes in and out of the chorus same kind of thing it's really cool stuff you uh, for the rest of the song let me just get to it um i love the riff on this song and like it's a good it's a good mix with david's like flow in the verses um the tempo kind of like goes up and down, up and down, and up and down, and David kind of matches that, or Damiano matches that as well. Um, this is a really cool track. I don't think it's their best track, but it's certainly their most well acclaimed. Yeah, it's it's a fun listen. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like we said, somehow this got skipped on Spotify, but Vengo de la Luna, um, the third track on Apple's list. It's this cool, like funky Italian track. Uh, catchy as hell. Again, you got Damiano running through the verses and then slowing down, really throwing his voice around in the in the choruses, um, but in a clean way, like not so raspy, you know. Uh, I really, really like this song. I'll play it for you later, and we'll uh, we'll check it out. But another good one off this hit or off this uh, record. Sounds so. Good. After bagging, um, I got three covers. Yeah, I'm I'm just pulling up on Spotify right now to make sure. Yeah, uh, okay. I didn't mess this up. <laughs> oh, okay. So I mess I actually messed this up for the Venga. Venga Dalla Dalla Luna. Luna. Yeah. yeah. So that that was my bad. Um. So yeah, we're 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 aligned here. Three covers. The first of the three covers is actually really good. It's let's get it started. I I've I've loved this song for a long time. I remember listening to this one as a as a child on like um, now music. Uh, you remember those CDs? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. This song, like the Black Eyed Peas version of the song, fucking rocks. They do a really good job of this song. I think, I don't know. There's something about the way the Black Eyed Peas did it with, I, I think, a little bit more studio production. You know, that's a little bit fuller, a little bit more well-rounded. But I think just with what they got and like this being on their first project, this is a really, really good cover of this. And I think Dave Damiano's voice is really fun on this track because he does the Fergie bit too, which is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's just. It's a really good way of doing this track. Oh, these guys are a great fit for this song. I think I think this would be a, a hard cover to mess up, but all that said, they still do a really really good job with this yeah, cover. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a fun one. Uh, it's you could absolutely throw it on the party playlist. Yeah, agreed. 
Uh, after that is a cover of Somebody Told Me by The Killers. Yeah, and this is crazy. Um, I don't, it's an odd, I don't, odd selection. Yeah, I don't know how much this works for them. Um, I think, the, I don't know The Killers' singer's name, but his voice is just more well-suited for this track. I think Damiano's got a little bit too much um, accent, a little too raspy for this. Um, having that clear, clean voice for this track, it just sounds a little bit better. I still think, like, the, the music here is fine. I just, I don't know if it's a great selection for this band. But regardless, good work. Yeah. And then the last cover is an Ed Sheeran cover. You need me. I don't need you. Yeah. And I think he does great work on this one. This is a little bit. It's got a little bit of that Latin flair in the in the Sheeran version of it. Um, so I think this one fits really well. Damiano really showing off here with the flow and with the range. He speeds um, it up a lot. Yeah, man. Really fast with it. Um, it but it sounds fantastic. It, it, they're two completely different s- songs, really, when you listen to them both side to side. But I think both versions are really, really cool, uh, and I enjoyed this one on the project. I'm with you on that one. I, I enjoyed like the fact that they sped it up and just made it like a more lively song. Yeah, I thought more, it was yeah. it was a great choice of cover. Totally agreed. So two out of three on the covers. Yep, agreed. All right, with that, let's uh, let's move on to their first studio album. Yes. So, Balo della Vita. Il Balo, Il Bio della Vita. I think it's Il Bio del, della Vita. Um, this is a lot of songs of Italian, um, but again, we've talked about it. It's just different. So, yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't, ha- I didn't go through and translate the lyrics. For okay. It, so gotcha. I don't really have any notes on the Italian tracks. Okay. Other than I actually do want to mention this, just that listening to a couple of these, Italian is such a beautiful language. I, I, where did I on the second track I mentioned it's, it? I have a note on Torna Casa, makes you get why girls like dudes with accents. Yeah. It's, so <laughs> So my note was, it's funny because, like, this is a sweet-sounding song. I wish they would record this in English. Like, yeah. Because with some of their stuff in English, it's, like, sped up and faster. And, like, maybe it's just the Italian such a beautiful language that yeah. when he's singing Torna Casa, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this sounds like a totally different style from them. Like, I want to hear what this would translate to in English. <laughs> right. I get what you're saying. But I, I don't know. Like, the translations are muddy because then you don't have the rhyming patterns. And I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I get I what you're saying, that. though. Um. What I did, oh, so let's go backwards. First track on the album. Uh, the fact that your first track on your first studio album is just titled New Song, hilarious. Great <laughs> yeah, move yeah. by them. That's fucking funny. I can't believe I have, we haven't come across someone doing that before. <laughs> I love it. What a way to start this album, man. Um, but no, this is, a cool, this is a cool song. Up-tempo, very Chili Peppers again. Um, you get some, like, buzzy electric in the chorus. Um Really adding, like, doing nice work with his vocals, getting up and down here. It sounded a little bit to me like Rob Thomas, if you listen to it. Like, uh, mm. but um, it's got this like pop rock vibe to it. Cool track to open. Yeah, it's kind of like a funky rock, and he repeats, "You got me trapped in your mind, but tonight I won't be yours." Like thirty times in a row. But yeah, right, right. It's it's a decent decent track. I like it. Yeah, but I think it's fine as an opener. I think it's better as an opener than it is as a standalone track. You know. Sure, I won't argue with that. Sure. Uh, Torna Casa, um, slower Italian ballad. Again, just a beautiful, sweet serenade on the mic from Damiano here. Um, you get the sta- you really get his. It's weird mix because you get his like quick pace on the mic through the the verses with like slow kind of plucky acoustic guitar. Um, w- and this is also a different side of his voice he hasn't really shown yet. Um, this is the first ballad in their catalog that we've come across. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful song. Um, I don't necessarily find myself like being drawn to the ballad so much, 
but that's nothing new if you've listened to this podcast. So um, good track. Not something I go back to a ton. Yeah. Um, next track, L'Altra Dimensione. Uh, another Italian track. Just assume if I start saying things that sound Italian, it's in Italian. <laughs> um, uh, it's got this like cool Spanish guitar plucking along quietly. Low strings, uh, mic- like uh, like violin, you know, mixed in there. Um, another sweet sound. It builds up a little bit as into the chorus. It like fills up the room a little bit. It's not so like ballady. Um, this is a cool. Listen to uh, very different from Torna Casa, um, but it doesn't really necessarily like fit a clean genre that we've talked about so far. Uh, the next track, another awesome, awesome <laughs> how, name. How has this not been a song title? Shit Boulevard. Uh, Feels like something Green Day would do. <laughs> that's dude. I just had the same thought. Holy shit! Um, yeah. Anyways, slower track. Um, again, not not really ballady, just simpler. Uh, disco, more disco guitars, kind of Bruno Marsy vibe in here. Um, you get these like two quiet stuttered chops, kind of just mid tempo going back and forth on the guitar throughout. Um, picks up a little bit in the chorus. Not my favorite song, but. Yeah, it, w- it was decent. He's, he's just a metaphor standing in a lot of shit boulevard, just kind of like just going through the same old, same old routine. Uh, and then he also has a line, one, two, three, shot the king to the ground, kind of a metaphor for breaking free of some of those shackles or whatever's holding you down in life. Sure. So uh, lyrically, I think this one is a little bit cooler. But yeah, it's not it's not uh, like top ten for me by any means. Yeah, that's an interesting point you just made, too, where, like, they're not really afraid to cross genres or mix genres or kind of do whatever the fuck they feel like. Right, right. Like, they do have a sound, and I think there's a few songs later that really define that sound, um, but they're certainly not boxed into one at any one sound. No, and they shouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, they're very well-versed and able to do different genres. Right, exactly. Uh, after that is Fear for Nobody, which isn't this, – this is one of the standout English tracks for me on this – album yeah it's a really cool one too kick thick kick drum opens and sets the vibe here bass and disco guitars start playing off each other after a little bit um in this like cool mid-tempo game they're playing uh it sounds a little bit like early maroon five like mm. that kind of jazzy funky early maroon five you know uh songs about jane um swaggy powerful vocals here hits of horn coming into the verse to like really build it up catchy as hell chorus really really good track yeah, I like this one. It's kind of just about being courageous, and it's funny. These guys do this thing where they'll they'll repeat like a phrase or like two phrases like thirty times in a song. Like, yeah, they, they have no shame of just being like, "All right, this is gonna be seventy percent of the song is gonna be these like twenty <laughs> words." But it, you know what? It works. It yeah. works for them. So yeah, yeah. Uh, song after that, le le parole lontane. Um, Slower ballad here, Spanish guitar and sad low singing, really, really sad. Um, fills out and kind of builds up a little bit in the chorus. Um, it's it's an enjoyable sound. Again, not something I go back to, but pretty much uh, similar to Torna Casa. Just a sweet, sweet listen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, after that, Immortale featuring Vegas Jones. Um, this is more like hip-hop poppy than anything they've done yet um like i compared this one to the black eyed peas too where it's got that like it sounds like they auto-tuned the mics for both vegas and for damiano um they got synthy like drums it's all synthetic drums um and then vegas and damiano just going back and forth on the mic like trading verses trading lyric trading lines you know yeah Um, cool bit here it's another another 
pick from the bag of tricks, and they they can do it. Yeah, right. Like, didn't see this one coming. He's, he's got the range. It's interesting. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, a little grittier too. Like, it's just it's not like angry, just gritty. You know. Um, song after that, La Siami Stare. Uh, mid high tempo, mid high energy, kind of this cool funky sound. Vocals are great here. The rest of the vo- or the music feels fairly simple. Wasn't like super impressed. Um, but this is just a song you'll have in the catalog. Like, no knock here. Yeah. Uh, but it's just another one, like, to fill out the album, it feels like. Yeah, it was just all right for me. Yeah. The next track, I think, might be their worst English track. It's Are You Ready? I it, have another one that I would like to argue later, but, yeah. Oh, you know what? I, okay, yeah. I think I know where you're going with that, but. I for, don't like this one either. For this song, when I first listened to it, I thought it was in Italian. That's how weird his pronunciation was. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I was that. like, I was like, what is he saying? I like, I almost skipped it because I was like, oh, it's another Italian one. And then I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, this is actually in English. Like, it could be like, it's kind of like a like almost like a fast like pitbull like club yeah. song. Yeah. I I don't know. D- this one doesn't work for me. Yeah, well, it's got this hip hoppy kind of poppy feel to it again. You got a slight auto tune on the mic again. Um. He's making these like hard up and down changes through the range. Um, I don't know. I just not my favorite here. Yeah. Song after that, close to the top. Um, much better here. Up tempo pop rock. Pop rock. Think like Jet. Um, choppy riff and the bass here are a fantastic duo. Drums are fast and powerful. Vocals are ripping off the mic. Uh, I love the musical section in the bridge here. All the band coming together. Um, great track. Yeah, lyrically, it seems like a song about personal growth. I'm with you. I, I love the guitar riffs on here, and it does have like that more like just solid rock sound. Yeah, sure. Uh, after that, Niente Darire. Um, simple plucky riff on bass here with like fun, gritty vocals. Uh, good vibes here. Acoustic chops mixed in as well with synth drums. Um, it, it's a strange track. It doesn't really fall into a, a bin cleanly. Um but I could see it growing on me. I don't know. It's a good sound. Yeah. I mean, just in general for me, I'm not really going to come back to the Italian ones, but yeah. it's, it's fine. And then to close out the album, Moriro Dare. Um, up-tempo, cool, funky riffs. Bass kills on this track. She's Victoria uh, DeAngelis killing it, this track. Choppy, lower tune, buzzy electric. Vocals are up and down and up and down. Slick as fuck. Uh, really letting it rip. Catchy as hell. I like this one a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and that closes out Il, ba- Il Bayo della Vita. Um, that brings us to what? 2021 Teatro yes. di Ira? Yeah. Um, I think this album is much better. It's shorter for sure, much shorter, but much better. The in agreement, yeah? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I went, again, when I was judging this, it was kind of more on like the English stuff. But I think there's only, what, two or three tracks in English here? Yeah. So, but no, this is, I like the English tracks on here and the Italian ones are more popular in terms of streams. So I wouldn't argue against that. Sure. I, I just enjoyed this one more musically. Um, all right. This one opens. I, I'll also say it's a little bit heavier and we'll talk about a couple tracks in here that I was shocked by as I was listening through it. <laughs> um, anyways, opening up uh, ZTA Buone. Um up tempo, higher energy with this like choppy, buzzy electric, mid tempo thumping bass and drums. Build up for the chorus is fantastic on this track. Uh, guitar really getting to show off with a little solo at the end. Vocals are fast and rocking. Got this like finger eleven sound to it. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I really like this track too. 
Yeah, and again, this is the one that they broke out for the final of the Eurovision, and it has almost half a billion streams, and it's in Italian. It's 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 awesome. It it's, a, it's a cool song. I I did watch the YouTube video of them performing it live on Eurovision, and uh, I was I was a big fan. Yeah, cool song. After that is Coraline, which is. Uh, my note on this one is like, why are all the Italian songs slower? Like they, they, <laughs> all the English ones are super like fast. And I was like, they could do like a one or two more like of the slower ones in English. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Maybe they they just get to stretch out the 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 accent a little bit when they're slowing it down. Um, nah, but this is a really cool one too, and it's kind of ballady. But there's other points in this song that are not so ballady, a little bit more rocky. Um, I I really really like this song too. Low like slow sad electric notes like for most of the track um with decent pace but kind of slow um damiano really softens and cleans up his vocals i got this very clear like slightly sad tinge to it <laughs> the note i have here makes you want to cry in italian <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> uh chords yeah eventually like about halfway through, you really hear the chords kick in and the, the sound kicks up a little bit. Um, it gets almost to this, like, angry, rocky track. Um, they do that for a little bit. And this is a longer song, too. It's like five and some change. Um, and then by the end, they they bring it right back down to where they started in that low range and just kind of let it drift off. Really cool song. Yeah, the first two Italian tracks on this album kick ass. Totally agree. Um, um, and then I don't really have any notes on the third Italian track, <laughs> La Vidi Su Gomadi, or... Oh man, I butchered that. Levity sui gomidi. Um I so this is the first one I wanted to talk about. This is a hard rock track. Where has this been? Out of nowhere. Um just it, it's really cool that they got this in the bag too. But I was listening to part of an interview they did with Zane Lowe, I think it was either this year or last year, and they were just all talking about the different influences they had and so like Damiano said uh, a couple of his like biggest influence were Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell, right? Oh, cool. And then uh, when they went to Thomas Raji, Raji on guitar, he was listing off like Queens of the Stone Age, mm. Guns N' Roses, like like classic rock bands, uh, Chili Pepper, you know, all sorts of different shit. And so to have this in the bag doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but it was just surprising because up to this point, they haven't really shown this, you know? Yeah. Um, regardless, like I said, really cool, really hard rock check. I, I got like a Foo Fighters kind of vibe on this one. Um, maybe not so much. Like, uh, obviously, not a carbon copy. It just felt that way to me with the buildup, um, with the way that Damiano was hitting the mic. It felt very Foo Fighters to me. Um, regardless, I thought this was a cool track. You know what these guys should do? They should put out a, a project where it's Covers. like 20. So well, th that too. But they could do like 20 songs and they do like five like hard rock, five of like just their traditional lane five like softer more ballady and then like five like i don't know you could do like rap or throw like something else in the mix i kind of think that's what the next album is it's kind of arranged that way a uh, little bit but it's not i don't know i think there's a lot of tracks on that album that have a similar sound or style i think there's three very distinct styles part of the zane Lowe interview too was they talked about that album where they wanted to explore their four different personalities and so I think if I did a deeper, a deeper, deeper dive, you could I, pick I could pick it out. Um, but I, I could pick out three distinct different sounds on that where I got like the chili peppers. I got. We'll talk about it. When we get yeah. There. OK. Um, but back to Tatra de Gira. Um The next track is controversial, but I think it's fucking sick, too. 
I want to be your slave. Not in the like bad sense. This is a very sexual song. You, can I? Can, you want me to read? The, Go for I it. I got the verse here. I want to make you hungry. Then I want to feed you. I want to paint your face like you're my Mona Lisa. I want to be a champion. I want to be a loser. I'll even be a clown because I just want to amuse you. I want to be your sex toy. I want to be your teacher. I want to be your sin. I want to be your preacher. I want to make you love me. Then I want to leave you because, baby, I'm your David and you're my Goliath. Talk about um, what's the word I'm looking for? Horniness. Yeah. Well, horny is a good way of putting it. I, I was more along the lines of like tantalizing or, or just like a bit shocking. <laughs> uh, didn't see this one coming, but th- this is really cool. I love the drums and the bass in this in this song in particular, right? Because it starts off with just the solid kick drum, and right. then you hear the bass coming, doom, 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 do, 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 do. and I, I I think it's a really and then David come or Damiano comes on top of that with that low gritty sound to it. Yeah, and the cadence of like the na 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 na, like he matches it to the the music too. Right, you, and then the 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 buzzy guitar kind of matches that beat too. After a little while, it jumps on. Like it feels like each performer like takes a second to like let the others jump in. Like it's a four stage process for them all to get there. Um, yeah, man, this song kicks ass. It's almost got a billion streams on Spotify. Yeah, love this song too. Really, really it, cool. It's it's fun. It's catchy. It's horny. <laughs> yeah. What else could you I, ask for? I actually. Do you have anything else on this song? No. Well, I've got two things. One. They remixed this song with someone. Uh, you want to guess who it was? Kasha. Close. Iggy, uh, Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I can see it. And then the second thing, I noted this down after this track. These guys have to be in like the top three horniest artists we've covered. Uh, yeah. And I, I got a list if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Run through it. All right. So I had John Mayer, Moniskin, Mac Miller, uh, Kasha, and then the Struts. And John Party for like a, a toss a on, yeah. Okay, so I think that he's hor. I think the these guys are hornier than John Mayer. I would put them in the same category as the Struts and Kasha. Who's the other one I was forgetting? Mac Miller. Mac Miller. The the, oh. the, defi- the divine feminine is one of the horniest <laughs> albums we've covered. And then he's also just got like on every single track from like kids or like yeah. the early mixes yeah. where he's just like she sucked me dry like Dracula, <laughs> <laughs> like, like one liners. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't know if I could pick out three, but of those four, horny as horny gets. I I would say Moniskin definitely is top three. Top three for sure. Um, all right, next track, and Nome del Padre. Um, you know, in the name of the Father, kind of a, a reference to that Christian bit. Um. <laughs> What I think is interesting about this track is kind of two things together, right? That feels like a little bit of a, like a sarcastic tone to it because um, it's not like a religious song. So it's got a little bit of like a twist to it. Um, but then you listen to the song. And to me, this song, it, it's very 90s, like hard rock heavy sound to it. It sounds a little bit like Rage Against the Machine. Hmm. And this seems to like I looked it up to see if this was a song that Rage had written in English. Oh, really? Because um, that. In the name of the Father sounds like something that very, very <laughs> rage against the machine. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And so I just think it's like a cool. I don't know if it's on purpose, but it seems to me like a cool little nod to that, right? Um, to have the same sound, to have a similar kind of vibe to it, um, just interesting to me. But crazy comparison too, by the way. No, I love the I love these comparisons that you've got. You've hit. Like, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to like 
contextualize it, right? Um, for sure. But for it's, sure. it's an it, when I wrote that, I, I wrote that this morning. I was texting Alex. I was like, this is fucking insane, dude. There's and he was kind of like same thing as like ah, they just got a lot of different shit in the bag, man. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like I said, very rage, um, low, buzzy, thick as hell. Flow is flowing fast again. Bass laying down the heat really lets his voice rip the whole way through. I like this one a lot. Yeah, no, this is great. The next track is For Your Love. It's another good, solid rock. It's also another incredibly horny song. Yeah. Certified yeah. double platinum horniness. <laughs> Five stars horny. Yeah, let me give you another reading here. I want to be a good man and see you smile, and I want to swim between your thighs. I want to fuck you till you scream and cry. I want to hold you in my arms tonight. For your love, I'll do whatever you want. Bonk. Yeah, man. Crazy. Just lets it rip. Um, regardless, like you said, this is a very solid rock track here. Uh, mid-tuned everything. Guitar, cool licks, uh, quick licks mixed in with this like choppy up-tempo riff. Um, I don't think this is their best work overall, um, but it's, again, another one that just fits in the middle somewhere. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. After that, La Para del Buio. Um, mid-tempo, good energy here. Guitar's kind of buzzy, a little buzzy. Uh, chopping along with like lighter licks mixed in. Uh, Damiano ripping away on the mic again, but I, I just don't find myself like being drawn to this track it just feels like there's no there's no tension there's no like uh stakes here i don't know yeah no it's on the the bottom end of the italian tracks on this album yeah and then the last track on the album ventani um slower lower quick electric kind of plucking away uh or not quick quiet electric plucking away with damiano just flexing that beautiful italian voice of his um fills up a little bit on the chorus but not too much you know just a little bit um good listen it's not a ton of replay value for me yeah i'm with you there get in a rush let's do it all right uh first track here own my mind um really cool like up-tempo pop track here well pop rock track um bass gives it that like cool poppy sound and then it's got these like low buzzy electric licks bringing it over to rock and adding some edge to it uh loud powerful vocals Love the, like, soft, tense bridge section at the end and then the final chorus coming back to the high energy. Um, great open for this album. Yeah, so on Spotify, this is the second track, but I do like the the guitar on this, and it's similar to The Driver, which is another song on this album where you're just he's talking about surrendering, surrendering yourself to one person. Uh, nothing crazy lyrically, but still just good, solid rock. Yeah, agreed. Let's go back to that first one. Um, what is it again on Spotify? This is the first track on Spotify. It's Honey, Are You Coming? Ah, yes. So this is like listed as like a, in the singles EP category on Apple. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know why they did it like that. Uh, regardless, other really cool high energy rock track there, too. Um, great, super catchy chorus, fun licks throughout. Um, and that's another great open for this album, too, if that was the open. Oh, yeah. This is a f fun, fast pace. The chorus packs a punch. This this is like my favorite style or sound. Yeah, that they have. totally agreed. Totally agreed. Um, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, this is just a standout track. Yeah, good stuff there. Um, since we already did On My Mind, let's skip ahead to your third track, my second track, Gossip featuring Tom Morello. I would say 98% of the time Tom Morello's featured on the track, it's a can't skip. Just a fucking <laughs> absolute gas banger track here. Um Mid-high tempo, great energy, low bumpy instruments kind of build out these verses with 
Damiano's like weird cadence or good flow, I guess. Um, he really throws his voice around going into those courses, like up, down, up, down, but kind of in a wobbly way. Um, you'll, it's not Tom playing for the whole song. You'll hear very distinctly the section Tom Morello jumps in. It's that classic, like kind of like trademark Tom Morello whiny guitar. Really cool sections. Yeah, and I told you, it sounds like when you're versing him in Guitar Hero, yeah. Legends of Rock. Absolutely. Like that's that's what his solo or his part of the so- song sounds like. 100%. I think he's got two bits in this track, and they're both fantastic. Yeah, and the, the song is about you know how everyone is faking it, and they sip on the gossip, and just about how society's kind of you know screwed. But yeah. th- this is another standout track. It's another fun listen, awesome sound from, from the band. Totally agreed. Song after that, Time Zone? Yes. Time zone. Um, all right. Slower, lower electrical notes here. Got a bit of like an Ed Sheeran sound to it. And this is where I noticed his accent has faded. Yeah, more. definitely. He sounds more clean uh, speaking English. Um, so a really good track, though. Um, soft and sweet. Still good energy. A little bit of a dreamer's sound to it, too. Yeah. Um, poppier. like this one a lot, but very different from the last couple tracks. Yeah, this one's kind of funny. Long distance relationship. And he's singing... Uh, tomorrow I got another plane. I'm not going to take it. Instead, I'm going to fly straight to you. I paid double for the tickets, and I don't give a shit about the contracts that I sign. And they can say whatever. We'll be making love. I'm fucking you tonight. Just kind of just a, f- a funny little line there. Just good man. Yeah, in the chorus of this song, almost reminded me a little bit of Matt Mason. Ah, uh, yeah, I could hear that too. Totally agreed. Next track. This is the one I was talking about earlier for worst track in their catalog. Oh yes. This is so bad. It's blah blah blah. Oh, dude, this song they played on the radio. I, I got so mad when I would be driving with my wife and this song would come on the radio. So bad. It's, it's very, like, Kesha lyrics, Kesha vocals mixed with, like, punk rock. Yeah, it. I, my note was, is this Kesha? <laughs> yeah, opens with this, I like, think, that standard kind of kick drum, up-tempo sound. And Damien, like, pushing out these buzzy kind of sarcastic lines. Um, bass and guitar are building up as they go, but I just, I don't know, it's not it's, for me at all. It's just, a, the song's about, like, a toxic relationship. He's singing, I want to fuck, let's go to my spot, but I'm too drunk and I can't get hard. And then he goes, ha, 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 hard. And uh, throughout the song, they do that thing at the end of each stanza where it's like, let's fuck, uh, 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 And then it's, uh, yeah, it's just. It's It's cringy. Then I drove into a parking lot. She smiled and told me, you have a massive car. Ka-ar, ka-ah-ah-ah. Like, it's just <sighs> it's easily their worst song. Terrible. Uh, next track, Baby Sad. Uh, up-tempo, higher energy. Got this, like, disco rock feel to it. A uh, little darker, a little heavier, but very disco rocky. Um, Damiano really working through his range on the mic here again. Love the licks. Fun, energetic. Good deep cut. It's growing on me. Yeah, it's funny. He kind of sings in the opening verse like he's asked. He's essentially just asking the girl all these different questions. And then she replies like, why are you still talking? Like, shut your mouth. Like, let's just let's start hooking up. Yeah, and fair. It's, it's got it's a fun, funny song. It's another one of their like big hits that, like, you know, comes up on the radio. And the yeah. song is catchy as hell. Yeah. Um, song after that. Gasoline. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um It'll come to me. But anyways, very standard rock song title. Um, bass is so fucking low on this song. Like, really tuned down to the nth degree. Um, like, borderline tool bass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, got this, like, dark impending sound to it. Builds the sound up really well. 
you, this song reminded me a little bit, you know, the Catalyst by Linkin Park. Yeah, where definitely. it's got that like build, like soft, or not soft, but like low, slow build up, and it builds and it builds. Then all of a sudden, you get the choral singing into the choruses, um, and uh, like the choruses just drops out, and it's Damiano again, just building, 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 choral chorus. Um, a really cool effect. I do, I like this song a lot. Um, it's just different. It's not, certainly not for everybody. They, they do like this chanting in the chorus, which is really cool. Where there's chanting yeah, like, we're right. going to dance on gasoline. And then the music com- kicks in. Yeah. Uh, they actually wrote this song with Ukraine in mind back in 2022. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. That's a, another good one. Song after that, Feel. Um, just a good, like, deep cut in their, their catalog. Head bumper, um, choppy mid-tune or guitar and, like, bumpy drums. Uh, Dominato really bringing this fun, sexy, like strutsy vibe to it. Um, this one rocks. Yeah, it sounds like he's doing like a bunch of bar chords in the chorus on the guitar. It's it's pretty cool. And I like I don't know why, but I like the line where it's like cut cut in, in the chorus and he's like cocaine is yeah. on the <laughs> yeah. table. Yeah, that's cool. Like that's the only thing. They're, it's totally just a song about being rebellious. But yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I just I like that line a lot. Yeah. Uh, song after that, don't want to sleep. Uh, I thought this was pretty similar to the last one. A little bit heavier, a little higher energy, a um, little bit more hard rocky. Um, it just st- stood out to me. Like, Damiano is so perfect for this band, man. So perfect for the sound. Um, fantastic solo on this track. It was a great track, too. Yeah, good song. Just being wild and free. I like this one. The next one is a, a, a unique one where it's cool kids. He does like a different voice on this track, and it's because he recorded it. He doesn't drink, but he recorded the song Hammered. <laughs> okay that makes a little sense i thought this was weird too it reminded me of blah 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 a little bit uh it's got that same kind of punk rocky sound it's not as cringy but the just the instruments here sounded similar it's not really for me um they got their their moments in this song it's definitely better than blah 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 but still not something i go back to yeah they recorded this one after winning three days after winning eurovision oh yeah and they're just trying to show like the dark side of fame i guess gotcha gotcha Track after that, if not for you, a slow and low ballad. Uh, electric guitar softly plucking away, sad. Da- Damiano in his lower range or lower range sounds defeated. Uh, gave me very like slow song at the prom vibes. Yeah, it's a love song about you know someone who makes life worth living. Nothing, nothing crazy. Not one of my favorites of their slower ones. Yeah, agreed. After that, read your diary. Um, Weird lyrically here. This is creepy as hell. Yeah, it's strange lyrics here. Not a huge fan of that. Essentially, the song is singing about like, and I think it's trying to take a, you know, say that it's a bad thing, but taking advantage of someone's personal thoughts and feelings in order to have sex with them. Yeah, strange. But aside from that, the music's good here. Up tempo, solid rock. Damio, or Damiano really flowing well on this in the verses, belting out the choruses. Guitars are slightly lower. Bass really popping off this one. Good vibe, uh, but yeah, the lyrics are weird. Yeah, music's good. The lyrics are really, yeah. The next one, Mark Chapman, notoriously known for killing John Lennon. Uh, but the song's titled Mark Chapman. Um, and again, it's got this like punk rock sound to it. Um, and it's a very punk rock title. Um, regardless, up-tempo, higher energy, um, Italian, in Italian, this one is in Italian, um, really letting it all rip here, just killing it, um, drums stand out a bit just with the level and the tone setting, really high energy drums, um, it's a good track, it's, again, not my favorite style of music, but good track. Yeah, that's good sounding Italian. La Fine after that, uh, here it is with that kick drum open again, just dun, dun, dun. Done. Uh, 
I, I, I'm a sucker for that. Um, and then this like buzzy, high paced riff to mix with it. Vocals are menacing and quick, high energy, uh, very like gets the mosh pit going on this one a little bit. Not this is necessarily like a moshing band, but I could see it happening, you know. <laughs> um, I like this one too. Yeah, that's fine. After that, uh, Il Dono della Vita. Um, mid slow tempo, still kind of full sounding, good energy though, like borderline ballad. Guitars are low and sad, but really kick up with the chorus here. Damiano, really sweet, moving through his range. Doesn't get too high, too low, but it's just a very good, like, level he's settled into. Um, and it's fantastic mixing with this guitar here. Yeah, another good Italian track. Yeah. After that, Mamma Mia, one of their big songs off this album. Um, it, it's very much similar musically to I Want to Be Your Slave. Um, it, again, with the kick drums and the just kind of thumping along. Um, bass is thick, up-tempo, sexy, high energy here. Band really crashing into this chorus. Uh, Damiano, like, doing a great job going into his lower range to, like, match the, the energy for this song. Uh, really like this one. Yeah, so they wrote this one in the studio a couple days after winning Eurovision. Uh, they were really strapped for time, and they just said they didn't really take themselves too seriously, and they were just supposed to be, like, a fun, silly, careless song. Gotcha. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, no, it's a good cool. one. Uh, another one I like a lot, Supermodel. Um, very poppy disco rock here, but also just like good clean rock. Uh, choppy guitar, clean high level vocals, up tempo, fun vibes, and catchy as hell, man. This chorus rocks. Um, he throttles his voice in the chorus though, which is weird because like you get good energy, and then it feels like like his energy takes a, just a smidge down in the chorus, but the music goes up, which is weird, but it's cool. I don't know. There's something about the effect that I like. Yeah, this this is a cool one lyrically too, where he's just singing about you know, if you don't fall for the girl that's just superficial, like she'll never yeah. love you more than money and cigarettes. Like yeah. every night's a heartbreak. Right. Uh, definitely one of the catchiest ones. This is another one that gets a lot of radio play. Yeah. Then he also sings because her boyfriend is the rock and roll. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then this album closes out like a soft, slower ballad, um, somewhat reminiscent of Ashes by. The struts, struts um, where it's got that like slow, low, sad start, and it builds up a little bit like energetic, and then drops you off a cliff at the end again. Um, uh, but I, I think this is a nice, really cool way to close this. Again, replay value, eh? Um, but I think they do great work here, regardless. Yeah, this is another radio one, and they, the band said they're important lyrics for us. They express a message of universal love, uh, and this is like a sad, slow ballad. Um, it's it, I, I like it. I think it's good in terms of their ballads. Yeah, I think this is probably their best. Well, yeah, maybe their best ballad. Maybe. And yeah. then I think you missed a couple other songs that I don't know if it was. Just go ahead because I don't have them. Uh, Valentine, a bit slower. That one's just all right. Uh, Off My Face, you don't have that one? Oh, okay. People on Reddit were saying this song was an ode to Dua Lipa. I don't know enough about Dua Lipa to, to agree or disagree, but Off My Face is a really good, catchy one about being addicted to someone who's bad for you and you know it's not going to work out. Hey, yo. He, he uh, cadences the chorus to line up with the music really nicely on this one. Definitely one worth checking out. Cool. And then you don't have – did we talk about the driver? No, I don't have that either. You don't have the driver? Okay. That was another uh, good, catchy one. Uh, a good solid love song, upbeat, fun, catchy choruses, fun guitar at the end, and then there's also uh, Trastevere, which is a neighborhood in Rome, Italy. Uh, and this one's kind of interesting. He sings about like 
selling his soul to the devil like for okay a little bit but then he also kind of like at the end of the song or the end of the the chorus he kind of sings like how he's like he like sells his soul but then he like he's like no like i'm, <laughs> I'm not selling my soul but it's <laughs> it's it's a fu- it's i don't know it's a fun one it's kind of unique give your soul to the devil <laughs> not yeah it uh how the fuck is there this many tracks missing on Apple? I don't know, dude. And maybe it was just the deluxe version that it's wasn't insane. on Apple. Insane. But that it was another good one that's worth checking out. Okay, cool. All right. Um, concert set list songs, albums? Sure. Albums, quickly. Um, one to four for me. Rush, Tatro de Ura, Chosen, Il Bayo, De La Vita. Yep. I'm in a line. I'm, I'm right there matching with it. you up there. Okay. Um, songs. Ten to one here. Uh, ten ZTA Boni, nine Supermodel, eight and nobody little Padre, seven in on my own, own my mind. Sorry, fuck. Six Mamma Mia, five Coraline, four Vangula La Luna, three Beggin, two I want to be your slave, and one is Gossip. That's funny. You got a lot of Italian ones. Yeah. So ten to one for me. I got Feel, The Loneliest, The Driver, Close to the Top, Supermodel, Baby Said, Gossip with Tom Morello, Beggin, I want to be your slave, and then Honey, Are You Coming? Number one. Yeah, I like that list, too, totally. I just, I didn't want to overlook the Italian songs, you know? I'd absolutely overlook the Italian <laughs> songs. <laughs> All right. Um, concert set list. Opener for me, Honey, Are You Coming? I think that's a great way to open. It's such 100%. great energy. Gets the vibe going. Encore. I'm. Oh, this is strange, but I think it's a cool way to open the encore. Coraline. Mm. Um, then I'm going to Beggin and closing out with uh, Van Gogh Dalla Luna. Okay. So, for me, opening the concert with Gossip. And then opening the encore with Honey, Are You Coming? And then The Loneliest for the slow song. And then closing with Beggin. Cool. I like it. Sorry we skipped. We rushed through that last little bit here. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah, in a yeah. bit of a time crunch here, folks. Sorry for the, you know, skipping ahead. But anyhow, um, all right. That's all we got for Monoskin this week. Uh, next week, we got Jimi Hendrix. The week after that, Bring Me the Horizon. Follow us on socials, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at Flip the Record. Like, review, subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the next one.